Welcome to the Get Your Health Together podcast, your go-to source for optimizing your metabolism, hormones, and results, plus a little tough love along the way. I'm your host, Lexi Swearingen, a holistic online health and fitness coach for women who want to understand the why behind their transformation while also living in the moment. I'm here to bridge the gap between macros and mindful eating, and have helped hundreds of women achieve their physique goals while also prioritizing optimal health. Now it's your turn. It's time to get your health together. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Get Your Health Together podcast. I know you're probably thinking, Lexi, I thought you were posting a new episode every Wednesday and it's been two weeks. And you know what? I was meant to do that. But life went to shit, (laughs) hence the topic of this episode, and you can only do what you can do, right? So that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about today. This is going to be a quick episode just diving into how to really prioritize your health when life gets lifey because it's inevitable. Um, Most of you probably already know this, but I am recording this episode now because that happened to me. I've been laid up in bed post-ACL reconstruction surgery for exactly two weeks now. Um, And while it might be different for everybody, we all go through these stages where life just feels tough, whether it's holidays, whether it's a big move, whether it's it's an especially stressful period at your job, whether it's kid things, um, I know you parents know, whether it's being sick or injured, who knows what else it might be, but you're inevitably going to go through these times and experiences where it just doesn't feel super easy to prioritize your health. It feels extremely hard. I talk to my clients about this stuff all the time, but I'm going to tell you how I continue to prioritize mine in different ways throughout time periods like this. First of all, I want to just set the scene a little bit, and I want to start off by saying that living a healthy lifestyle means you don't only do it when your circumstances are perfect and your habits, habits in air quotes, aren't actually habits if you only do them when it's convenient for you. If that was the case, it really wouldn't be a lifestyle. And it also probably wouldn't happen very often because life is hard, right? Like life can be tough. And like I just said, there's always stuff coming up. But with that said, Lifestyle also means you don't need to be perfect because, again, it's a lifestyle and perfection isn't sustainable for life. Just as, you know, hard stuff is inevitably going to happen, like you're not going to be perfect. That's literally what that means. So what you do need to have are some basic foundations that can carry you through and you do need to make a commitment to those things. So It truly is like walking a tightrope a little bit, trying to find the middle ground between discipline and giving yourself some grace. And that really comes with time and learning yourself and learning what those foundations look like and also practicing. You know, nothing is easy right from the start, but once you do identify, you know, what are the things that I can always do and I can pretty much always commit to? even when life gets hard, you can start to implement those things and with time, it'll get easier. So now that we have that out of the way, I want to look at this whole episode or I guess really this entire scenario of kind of, you know, life going to shit (laughs) through the lens of 
stress. Total buzzword these days because stress impacts every single thing. And it's highly likely that when you're sitting here saying like, ah, life is going to shit, that is the thing that's causing a big stressor for you. I hear people saying all the time, I don't have time for XYZ. I'm way too stressed for that. But truly, honestly, like what what sense does that make? Like to put it bluntly, if you look at your life as like a big bucket, okay, the the stress bucket analogy, and you have this big bucket that can carry all of your stressors. You have this one big stressful thing. So that's the injury, that's the move, that's the new job, that's, you know, whatever, family issues. And then you want to like ease stress in all other areas to make sure that you can actually tolerate and cope with that big thing. So you have this bucket and you have your big stressor and it's taking up so much space in that bucket. You want to make sure that you you have the space and with all of your other life stressors, you're not overflowing that bucket. So let me ask you this and we'll use me as an example. I just went through this major knee surgery and my body is spending a lot of energy, you know, recovering from that. What do you think would happen if I was recovering from my knee surgery and I was also dehydrated and I was also lacking nourishment and nutrient-dense foods, or I was also, you know, skipping my mindfulness practice or my meditations, or I was sipping on wine every night, or I was totally sedentary, you know, which I can tell you from my experience, that is 100% making my body more stressed. And you're probably thinking, well, dang, I'm sure you already feel like crap from your knee surgery and being laid up in bed all day. I'm sure you'd feel a whole lot worse if you were also dehydrated and if you're also feeding your body crappy food and you're bloated from that, you know, like these things. If I were to sit here and say, I'm too stressed, I can't possibly focus on my hydration or my nutrition, that is only going to increase the amount of stress. Um, So I think it's just really important to view this entire conversation kind of from that lens and be honest with yourself about, hey, you know, sometimes giving yourself a little bit of break might be easing your stress, but oftentimes giving yourself kind of letting yourself off the hook on healthy habits is only making you more stressed. So Again, that's my point. You're not doing yourself a favor when you're going through a stressful time at work. So you've neglected cooking dinner and you've ordered Uber Eats and skipped your workouts all week and forgotten to drink water and had wine every night to wind down. This isn't making you less stressed. It's making you more stressed. So I get it. You know, the stress makes things hard. Life is hard, but this reaction you're making, this reaction you're having is only making it worse. So Instead of making these stressful life things your excuse, make them your reason, okay? Instead of making them your excuse, make them your reason. Your reason to drink water, your reason to eat healthy, your reason to move your body, maybe even your reason to get some support instead of putting it off because it's a bad time. These habits will keep you grounded when other things might be out of your control. So with all of that said, the rest of the episode, I'm just kind of going to kind of jump into the how behind how I kind of hold it together and continue to prioritize my health when things get crazy and life gets lifey and it kind of feels like shit. Number one, and probably the most important one of all, 
Live your life in the gray area. Live your life in the gray area and be okay with it. I think that's another key. You have to be okay with it and expect it, especially in times like these. No more black and whites. No more all or nothing crazy thinking. Um, Remember what I said earlier. You are not ever going to be perfect. Getting it done doesn't mean getting it done perfectly. Maybe your your usual 60-minute workouts are only 30. Maybe some days it's just a long walk while you answer work emails that are also on your plate. Um, maybe you're injured like me and your workouts are completely non-existent, but that doesn't mean that I have to sit here and do nothing. It just means that instead of movement, my focus is water. My focus is nutrients. My focus is trying to get some sleep. Um, if I just said screw it all to everything because I felt broken with my movement goals, that would not do me any good. The whole point here is do what you can. I promise it's better than doing nothing at all. And for those of you who've struggled with all or nothing thinking in the past, um, on any level, you know, maybe it's, you missed your Monday workout and you said, well, I'll start next Monday. Or maybe you ate one Oreo that you you didn't plan on eating. And you said, well, already ruined that day of nutrition. I'm, I'm going for the whole sleeve. Um, It's really important to start breaking these patterns down to pay attention to what you are saying to yourself in those scenarios. Like literally, if you eat the Oreo and you start saying to yourself in your brain, your diet is already ruined for today, you'll have to start over. Like I want you to acknowledge that. What is that internal self-talk saying and doing? And I want you to have a logical response back. Like I want you to literally tell yourself like, whoa, no, that is not right. You know, if I ate one Oreo, that's 70 calories. If I eat 10 Oreos, that's 700 calories. That is not the same thing. My diet is not ruined because I had one Oreo. And this is the same, you know, don't sit there and tell yourself, I can't get to the gym and I can't do my whole program to work out. So getting there is just worthless. I'm just going to sit on the couch. No, it's totally worth it to go on a 20 minute walk. So start paying attention to that self-talk around all or nothing and truly fighting it back with more gray area thinking. Um, The next one is to just embrace simplicity. This probably is not the week to, you know, scroll Pinterest and whip up some fun new healthy recipes. Um, It's probably the week where You shred up a rotisserie chicken, steam a microwavable bag of frozen broccoli, and microwave your rice. Like, this is the time for that, if any. And it's not fun. It's not fancy. But it gets the job done. And sometimes that just needs to happen. The reason why things might feel so hard, the reason why you might have so much resistance to getting your healthy habits in check is because the expectations that you have for what that means is too high. Like, I don't need you standing in the kitchen whipping up some, you know, immaculate meal when you only have five minutes. Like, take five minutes and and make a healthy meal. Um, Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Embrace the simple stuff. And that's probably going to bring you peace, even though it feels kind of boring. So know your basic foundations that just get you by without falling apart and stop sweating the small stuff. Literally me being here right now is the perfect example. This podcast is a is a week late. <laughs> like I just started my podcast and I'm supposed to be posting a new episode every single Wednesday and I missed the third week. 
the third freaking week, you know? I'm human. Last week, I was struggling so much more than I thought I would be. And this just isn't one of my foundations yet. This is not something I need to do to get by. So I dropped it. Like, did I spend all week beating myself up over it? No, it just happened. Um, Embrace the simplicity. Embrace doing the basics. Maybe next time I'm more prepared, but this time I was just keeping it simple by getting through, you know, the client check-ins, supporting the people who pay me to help them, um, feeding myself, you know, giving myself enough energy to get through those days and staying hydrated. Those were my number one things. If those got done, you know, I'm happy. So embracing those simple foundations. Next, I'm going to kind of talk about making that healthy choice the easy choice because it kind of goes along with that last one. So I really want you to think about curating your environment so that doing what you should do for your goals and your health is actually easier. It does require a bit of anticipation, right? Ask yourself, what is going to feel hard for you? Is it getting to the gym? Great. Let's put our gym clothes in the car so that you can go straight from work and it's just a no-brainer. If eating healthy is going to feel hard for you, great. Let's really think through those like backup oh shit meals, you know, let's stock the freezer with the microwave rice and let's make sure that we have a couple of frozen proteins on hand. Um, do you have those ready to go easy foods that you can grab? I want it to be easier for you to just eat what you have at home than it would be for you to get in the car and swing through Chick-fil-A, you know? So you need to make it easy. You need to think, okay, what are those things that I can keep socked that are going to be so, so easy to whip up even when I'm stressed, even when I only have five minutes? For me, that looks like air fryer chicken nuggets, protein pasta, and I had a Costco enchilada bake last week that I could throw in the oven and eat for three days straight. So it looks like keeping my massive water bottle right next to my bed at all times so that it's super easy and top of mind to drink my water rather than constantly asking my husband to bring me a new glass of water because I can't crutch around. You know, it's anticipating what is going to be hard for me. Moving around is going to be hard for me. I can't get up and refill my water. I need to keep it right by me. You know, I'm going to get a bigger water bottle. Like acknowledging that stuff, anticipating it, and really making those good decisions accessible for you with small tweaks to your environment. Um, last but not least, just like something to kind of mention here, and it kind of goes along with the others, but we need to stop confusing consistency with perfection. Being consistent does not mean doing everything absolutely perfectly every single day. Being consistent means keep going, all right? Keep on going. One of my favorite analogies for this one is like the juggling balls analogy. Um, I don't know if you've heard it before, but basically the idea is that you're juggling all of these balls, you know, and some of them are glass and some of them are rubber. And some might need a drop, but it's really important that you are able to differentiate between the ones that are glass and the ones that are rubber because the rubber can be dropped, okay? It's not perfect. You're still dropping things off your plate that you, of course, want to get done, but the balls that you're dropping aren't totally ruining your life. And by keeping, um, 
keeping those glass balls in in play, you are still doing the basics to get by. So I hope that makes sense and start thinking, you know, what do I do in my life that I want to do, but I don't necessarily need to do if things get crazy. And for me, that's like cooking really fancy meals. It's like making it to the gym for 60 minutes. Like you, you could just go on a quick walk. You could just microwave something, you know? And I think the last kind of closing thought I have with all of this is it's very, 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 very important that with all of these ideas that I've kind of presented to you today, you have appropriate expectations and you're able to cope with that outcome accordingly. So yes, I am sitting here, I'm telling you as a health coach, you know, you do not need to be perfect and something is better than nothing and blah, blah, blah. I preach this stuff all the time to my clients, but you do need to realize that your input will always dictate your output. So with if you have a list of 10 things that you need to do every single day to see progress on whatever goal you have in mind. For example, you need to be hitting, say you have a goal of fat loss, right? You're in a calorie deficit, you have a goal of fat loss. You need to be hitting 8,000 steps. You need to be drinking a gallon of water. You need to be doing four workouts a week and two cardio sessions. You need to be getting 140 grams of protein and you probably need to be tracking your calories to make sure you're actually getting, you know, only 1800. You need to be getting your eight hours of sleep. We'll leave the list there. (laughs) And you're going through a crazy time in your life and you pair this list down to, you know, I can only get two workouts in this week and I can probably only get, you know, five to six K steps a day. And I'm actually not going to track my calories. I'm just going to focus on eating balanced meals for the time being. Great. That's fine. But guess what? It's probably not moving the needle forward on your fat loss goal. And that's nothing to be ashamed of. You just need to understand and accept the fact that at this time in your life, maintenance is probably a more reasonable expectation if that's the choice you need to make, or you're just going to end up feeling frustrated and you're going to be like, well, I'm still doing all these things. And you know, why isn't the scale dropping more? Cause you're not doing enough and that's fine, but you're not, you know, the frustration starts to kick in and the overwhelm when we feel like the work we're putting in isn't working to achieve that desired outcome. And that's when we can just be like hands in the air, screw it. Um, you know, I'm over it. I'm doing nothing. And so it is really important that, you know, we stay aligned on what am I putting in and what can I expect to get out and being okay with it. Um, and, you know, I also don't want to sit here and say that when life is crazy, you have to give up your goals and stick to maintenance and you can't do everything because I also think there's some people out there who, and I mean, I know plenty of people out there who work and have kids and maybe are in school at the same time and just life is crazy, you know, and they get their shit done. Like you can do it even when life is tough. So I'm sitting here giving you both sides of the story. You know, yes, when life gets crazy, bring it down a notch if you need to and lean into those basics, lean into those foundations. But also something I don't want to do in the process of normalizing 
toning it down is psych you out that even when life is hard, you can't reach your goals because you totally can. And if you aren't happy with the outcome of that lesser input, if you're like, I really, really do want to reach the goal. Like it is really important to me that I achieve fat loss right now, then hello girl, it is tough love time. And you really just need to lean into planning, preparing, and truly making that healthy choice easy um, and doing what it takes and knowing that it's worth it and knowing that even though it might be a little bit of a struggle or a little bit more of a push, you are capable. And, you know, if you put the work in, you're going to get the results you want and it's going to be rewarding. So, I know, I know that this is a super nuanced topic because everyone's life is so different. Everyone, everyone themselves is so different, right? The challenges that we face, the desire and care that we all have about hitting our goals, our starting points, um, the different stressors on our body and how we're impacted and beyond. Like, we're all so, so different. And It's impossible for me to tell you exactly how you should handle your health when your life goes to shit. I would say for most people, it's typically somewhere in between the whole get over it and get your shit done regardless and give yourself grace and do nothing and lay on the couch and eat Netflix and order Uber Eats because you deserve it, right? It's typically somewhere in between for most people, but you need to assess, you know, what am I capable of? What is worth it for me? You know, what do I really care about most? Where do my priorities lie? So I really hope that this episode helps you explore that for yourself moving forward um, and gives you a little kick in the pants on how to view these hard times in life. Um, And yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was motivating and I hope your life hasn't gone to shit and everything is super easy and fun and you're totally able to reach your goals and get your healthy habits done. So shoot me a DM if you have any feedback on the episode or if you want to talk about what's going on and strategize for how to get through it. Um, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Get Your Health Together podcast. I hope you enjoyed it along with some steps and sun. If you love the episode, don't forget to share it with a friend or tag me on Instagram. And if you have a question, never hesitate to shoot me a DM. See you next time.